Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. One, and we are recording, and I know that you have a, you have an introduction on your show with a, with a bunch of graphics, and uh, we don't have that here. It's just me saying, and we are recording. So, Mr. Stu Peters, I believe I went on your show last year. Dr. McCullough put me in touch with you. I think you have 425,000 subscribers on Rumble, not that I'm counting with 10,000, but um. I did want to talk about your uh, your new documentary, These Little Ones. But real quick, for anybody that doesn't know you, please introduce yourself, man. Uh, yeah, man. So I'm just Stu Peters, the people's bullhorn. What you see is what you get. Uh, you know, we we give regular people, real Americans, a voice on the platform. We ask the questions that nobody else dares to ask for whatever reason. I mean, it's really difficult to find real men uh, in America anymore. And everybody panders. They, they play this politically correct BS game yeah. uh, where they're like, you know, they have a, like an elected representative on so-called elected. Right. And they're afraid to ask a real question uh, in fear that they may like offend them or that they won't want to come back on the show. Like, look, these people are serfs to us. They are our slaves. They are our servants. We put them there. Those are not their chairs. They are our chairs that were given to them by us, allegedly. Uh, so I guess it kind of just started there. And out of nowhere, we went from broadcasting to like 12 people on Facebook to quickly, you know, uh, where we are now. And it's just, it's it's all God. It's 100% God. And that's that's the reason we're here fighting. And it all boils down to these little ones because that's why we're fighting, right? I mean, I'm a dad. So uh, I've got a 10-year-old son called Nolan. And then I have Eli, who's seven. And then my little daughter, her name is Reagan. And she is about to turn four in just about 60 days. And so you look at them and you're in a position like I'm in and you're, you're, you're taking in like you have a show like this and you, you're forced to like learn really quick, right? Because we're being force fed information at lightning speed and the news cycle, whereas the fake press used to have like, you know, 24 hour news cycles where they'd all talk about the same exact crap every day, all day. That news cycle is now like 24 seconds instead of 24 hours. So you can look anywhere and find new news on things that nobody's talking about. And so like one thing that Trump did do right and correctly said is that the media is the enemy of the people. They really are. We, I don't think in my lifetime has had a, we've had a fair press. Uh, these people literally just make things up out of whole cloth, just completely lie and then gaslight you into believing that what they're saying is true. And so when you start to talk about, for example, the medical industrial complex, everybody was raised to believe that doctors are really there to care about your health until you come recently find out uh, no, what they're really pandering to is insurance companies. How much can we soak these people for these insurance companies? What kind of coverage do, does this person have? What procedures can we do if we diagnose this or this or treat with that or this? How can we maximize the racket and take in more money? Well, the same thing applies to this whole uh, child trafficking operation that we now know as CPS. People, when they're growing up or people, when they're introduced to different facets of our society, you know, including all of the different bureaucracies that we see in different three-letter agencies, including CPS, you start to believe that CPS is there to help kids who are being abused, right? I mean, that's that's kind of what everybody would hope that is happening here. Uh, child protective services. Oh, that sounds really good. But just like the guys in white, white lab coats, you know, with stethoscopes, 
They're there to actually kill you if they can, if it means that they increase their profit. They don't care about human life. And CPS doesn't care about anything other than money. When you traffic somebody, by definition, what that means is that you've kidnapped them and then sold them or profited off of these people. Did you know that there's actual catalogs that people can go through? Like rich folks go through catalogs and hand select their kids. Did you know that? I've, I've interviewed a two in from, uh, I think it's, it's Safe House Project. And you know, they talk about that in like recovered warehouses. Oh yeah, what do you want? Do you want a 16-year-old girl from Lithuania? Or do you want to watch a grown man uh, rape a toddler to death? It's insane. What it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is. you're right. And you learn these things. We had a guy on the show today. Here, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll just tell you some of the numbers that this guy gave me. Uh, and, and this is like this is like FOIA information, right? This is Freedom of Information Act, publicly discoverable, government-reported data. So obviously you know that the numbers are fake because it's reported by our government, so it's all a lie anyways. 500,000 uh, – excuse me, 500,000 children per year. 500,000 are removed from homes by CPS every year. A half a million kids. Uh, now, listen to this. This number is – I still I, – I can't wrap my head around this. billion, that's billion with a B, 29.9, nearly $30 billion every year is sucked out of the American taxpayer's pocket and given to these child protective services. $29.9 billion. Now, that's one of the qualifications to get that money is that you have to remove the kid from the home and you have to do it at what they call the EPC hearings, the emergency protective hearing or whatever it is. You're required to take them from their God-given parents at that time in order to be eligible for all of the money that totals the $30 billion that's being handed out from the federal government to the states for CPS every year. Well, so obviously the 500,000 kids per year, they would love to increase that to a million or two or three if they could, because then that 30 billion would go way up. They take that out of the social security budget. You want to know why social security is going bankrupt? It's because the taxpayers are funding a legit world largest child trafficking operation. Uh, and it's it's crazy. What's crazier is the way that they try to indoctrinate us into believing that none of this crap is true. Yeah. Uh, thousands of missing kids every year that nobody ever knows where they are. Hillary Clinton emails. Why did Hillary Clinton say that she wanted to sacrifice Sac- a chicken? What is it, a rabbit's foot in the attic, sacrifice a chicken in the backyard to Moloch? That's not that's not locker room talk like Trump grabbing by the pussy. What in God's name is that? And what is a chicken? Is that symbolic for something? Is that a little boy? Is that what that is? Well, they have a bunch of other. They have a bunch of. They have a bunch of other code words. I don't know why. I don't think it's a chicken. All of the blackmail. Uh, all of the the secret societies uh, with these elites. They're all sick, and then the people who speak out mysteriously become just disappeared, murdered, or suicided. Right? They they become suicidal. Uh, satanic ritual abuse, child trafficking, child sex trafficking, anything, any one of these things that you want to talk about, uh, Pizzagate, uh, why did Anthony Weiner's laptop readers all die? Nine of the 12 commit suicide. Why? Uh, I, I, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. Um, and so these are the questions that specifically we address, but the big question here is, is, is CPS legitimately a, just a, a huge child trafficking ring? And when you, when you start to ask that question, there are so many branches that come off of the trunk of that tree. And then there's even more so many roots that come out of the bottom of that tree and that are deep underground that this documentary crew between Matthew Scow and Nicholas Stumphauser, award-winning documentarians, I'm sure you saw Watch the Water, 
uh, there are documentaries that are out there that won't be released because of, you know, a satanic guy pretending to be a preacher. Uh, but hopefully I believe that they will come out, but these guys are unbelievable. And the, the things that they have gone through, um, I don't know how they do it on a daily basis, to be honest with you, to dig through the, the, the dark web and look at some of these videos to verify their legitimacy. And that the stuff is actually happening to kids. We're talking about mothers who are 12 years old, giving birth to a child and then watching that child be sacrificed. We're talking about kids who become pregnant or moms who have babies that are being forced to consume, to eat, to eat their babies. Uh, and so these little ones is basically, I would say in short, a throbbing middle finger in the face of the people who've been gaslighting us to believe that we're crazy. And to anyone that would want a, you know, not Stu and not me, you can go back and see it's not this year or last year. Go read, uh, the Franklin scandal by Nick Bryant, right? He's a, isn't he? He's a, he's a veteran BBC author. I think he was let go. That goes, and Hey, the, I'm a conservative guy. That, that fingers the, the Republican Party. That goes all the way up to the Bush family. They were stacking bodies. Gary Caridori, the investigator whose plane disintegrated after he went and videotaped this. They had these things called power meetings. Citations down to the place. Uh, 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 Colonel Michael A. Uh, Aquino, a, a, an admitted satanic uh, black ops colonel for the United States. I think he died like five, 10 years ago. But he ran the, the entire thing. It's an offshoot of MK Ultra where you put in as much trauma as you can and you break the mind of a person. This isn't me. Read, read uh, Poisoner in Chief by Sidney Gottlieb. They were trying to do this in Vietnam. The idea is that you, I lost a brother to suicide eight years ago. It broke me for a bit. Imagine yeah. if you did that every day and then had my kids killed in front. The idea is by dissociating a mind, you create Manchurian candidate. That's the whole rabbit hole of the Cold War. But go read, go read the Franklin scandal by Nick Bryan. All the that sounds too wacky, satanic ritual abuse. They had things called power meetings. There are guys that had nicknames like like Lucky, like Lucky Lucifer or or like the demonic or whatever. They had names. They would wear these gold rings with with skulls on them. And I know anyone watching this is thinking that Tommy's finally went off the deep end. Go read this best-selling book by a veteran BBC author. He lays it all out. Most of the people involved investigating it were whacked. It's not. It's not bullshit. If you if if people listening to this think that you have fallen off the tracks, um, that is a really good indication of actually where we are as a society, to be honest yeah. with you, because people just don't have the capability to open their minds up far enough to really accept that this is a reality that's happening anywhere in the world, but much less right here in America. Like th there's just no way that can't be right. That's why when I said $29.9 billion, like I had to go check like three or four times to make sure this was a real number that the federal government, the United States taxpayer is funding to the states to kidnap, abduct and traffic kids for a profit. $29.9 billion. I couldn't believe that. So even that kind of a detail, if that's hard for you to believe, then actually delving into what happens to these children is something completely different. Uh, and wondering whatever happened to these scandals. And you talk about horrifying or or putting a, a person into such a traumatic experience that they that they create this disassociative disorder, right? What about adrenochrome? Uh, what about panda eyes? I mean, is does anybody really want to look into that? No, I mean, of course not. Nobody wants to really that know, what, that know is. what it is. Panda eyes is when a, a toddler is raped so much that all the blood vessels around their eyes actually, you know, if you throw up too much, I was really sick last week and I threw up some of the capillaries blow up when a child anatomically is small enough that penetration causes blood around their eyes to burst. 
giving them what looks like panda eyes. This isn't, I mean, don't Google it. I don't know if the FBI is going to come to your door. It, it yeah. is so beyond. I just don't want you to go through seeing it. Um, you know, and, but, the, but these things are real. Yeah. This, this is happening. And if we as a country and if we as people and if we as men and if we as lovers of Jesus and followers and fearers of God are not going to stand for our children when he explicitly tells us, period, do nothing to harm these little ones, then really what are we doing here? Uh, And if you have a platform of the size of the Stu Peter show or network and you're not doing that and you're not asking those questions, but yet you say that you serve Jesus and you serve you serve God and that you accept. No, no, you don't. That's that's hypocrisy in its finest. So we have to. It's our obligation. It's our duty. We would be derelict in our duties if we didn't go and look into this and expose it as widely as we can. Um, And it's still frustrating to be harder to find than Hannity or anybody else that's not going to ask these questions because these people disappear and these people are in it only for the money. And these people will do the opposite of this. I, I would bet that if any mainstream outlet touches this, it's only going to be to discredit it. Just watch what happens. Watch influence. Watch what happens in you know your Google results. Watch what happens in DuckDuckGo, which is also no good. I mean, just watch. They will come out and they will call. This will probably be anti-Semitic, or I will Somehow. be uh, you know an agent of Russian disinformation or something. You know, whatever the thing is to discredit you today is what we will be labeled for asking the questions about what happened to frazzle drip. What is frazzle drip? What is that? What is adrenochrome? Is that real? Why did Hillary say these things? And then actually going and finding the answers to these questions. And this documentary is going to expose it all. We're going to make all of the connections in this documentary. I can't wait for it to be out. Actually, honestly, it's going to be amazing. And hopefully my, my prayer for this whole thing is not necessarily that, you know, people who know will have confirmation, The idea behind this documentary is to be so mainstream that everybody who doesn't know will just now know and that it will force them to dig even deeper on their own, hopefully without being investigated by the FBI or going to jail. But these things are plain, plainly viewable. They're in plain sight for everybody to go and find. If you can bring yourself to the point mentally where you look at your own kids and then you look at the kids that go to your church and then you look at the kids in the grocery store. And you drive by a freaking playground and you see those kids out there playing. And you think about the milk cartons and the missing billboards and the Amber Alerts, which is all a huge lie. All of it is a complete freaking lie. And if you think about these things, if you think about a news story, everybody, every person in this country knows somebody who knows somebody who at least knows somebody who had a child abducted and was never found. And if they were, the outcome was no good. When I was in school, Grant Hussey, Eden Prairie, Minnesota, everybody can Google that. Grant Hussey, one of my great friends, abducted from school, or excuse me, from Byerly's, where he worked in Eden Prairie, uh, Byerly's Lunds, Lunds Byerly's, whatever the hell it's called now. Um, He was working there as a bag boy, abducted by a guy that he knew who wanted to take him hunting and took him out to this hunting land and repeatedly raped him, sodomized him, and then murdered himself or murdered him and then committed suicide, killed himself. Uh, This happens in in people's everyday lives. There is a sick sexual fetish between primarily homosexuals, between gay men and little boys. And if you look around, this isn't being done by straight people. Uh, This is being done by gay people. So they will manipulate then the abuse system 
uh, and the CPS system to then abuse these kids and bring them in looking through the catalogs of what little boy they want to fondle in the shower and rape. This is happening. But then there's a much bigger racket to all of this. And there's a much bigger picture, too, because the racket involves our government bureaucracies and billions and billions of dollars to traffic children. But the biggest picture here is really the satanic ritual of abusing these kids and sexually getting off on it. Yeah, that's what's really happening here. Yeah. And until we can call these people out and point a finger at who they are and start to tear them down, uh, then we really aren't a society at all. Not at least a serious one. You know, <clears throat> you know, back uh, right after World War II, when we set up the Nevada test site in which is uh, is what's, what comes to be called as Area 51. When we first started testing out jet fighters after World War II, because we got the German scientists through Operation Paperclip, the first engines were from the Messerschmitt 262. America still had those loud, you know, the P-51 Mustangs. Yeah. There is levels of classification within classification. So the Nevada test site is the largest test site in the world. It's like bigger than most countries the most trusted pilots would be using the new, the, the jet engines. They didn't want anyone, including their own guys, to know what was going on because they'd have the OSS, the precursor to the CIA, would have spies in the local uh, pubs and stuff. They hear pilots drinking about like, yeah, you know, I, I saw a plane up there, no propellers. It was going fast as hell. And they didn't want that because if, we, if these spies can hear it, the KGB can hear it. Yeah. And so finally, they went to these guys in the innermost ring. And this is all from Skunk Works by uh, 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 Ben Rich, former CEO of Lockheed Martin. Go find it. Operation Paperclip by Annie Jacobson. Go read it. Finally, these guys had an idea and they go, what if we went to just Hollywood and got these big rubber gorilla masks and they put those on? And so the P-51 Mustangs would come right up to these Messerschmitt 262s. And then the pilots would go down to the pubs and be like, it was sleek. It was going twice as fast as me. It had no engine, no moving parts. And it was a gorilla. And everyone discredited them. I can't help but feel that is an aspect of satanic ritual abuse. Mm -hmm. Because we talk about nobody's, you know, nobody thinks that profiting is weird. Yeah, of, of course they do it for money. Nobody thinks that people are sick enough to do it. I mean, of course they would. They lied about Iraq. They lied about Vietnam. We'll go into war for no reason. But then you walk it right up to the edge and you go, yeah, and they're part of satanic ritual abuse to break the minds of children. And that's when they exit out. But the truth is what the truth is. And it, there will, is, it will come out. There is just not there. There's not enough. Uh, there's there's not enough. What, what, what is the word here? Um, there's th there's not enough strength in the brains of most people on this planet to sure. be able to handle that, to be honest with you. There just really sure. isn't. Uh, and there is such a thing as a brain overload, which is exactly what these people do and inflict on the victims. And we are all victims in a way, because this is happening not only in your neighborhood, but down the street and in your schools. Uh, these are coaches. These are, uh, you know, the, the gay guy, you know, the couple that goes to your Starbucks every morning that you see over there in the corner on their Apple whatever the new thing is, books and pods and everything else that are, you know, they can't have kids. And so they're going to take them and they're going through their MacBook to pick out what their child is going to look like. And you have lesbians that mutilate themselves or sterilize themselves in some way so that they can't have kids and it pisses them off that they can't have kids and they have to have kids. So they'll come and take yours. 
And this is why teachers are groomers and coaches are groomers and they're sexualizing your kids into believing that all of this stuff is normal. To talk about your mom and your other mom in school is not a normal thing. It never has been and it shouldn't be. It's the antithesis of everything that God wanted for Christianity and for this country founded under God. So we have to serve this country and serve God more importantly. And the way that we do that is by shining his light as he has asked us to do, accepting that call, picking up the sword and fighting as he commands us to do and exposing evil for what it is. And these little ones is going to do all of that. Absolutely. And again, anybody who wants, I don't know why you would, but I did. If you want more reading uh, the Franklin scandal by Nick Bryan, that and these little ones, I'll put the link to all of that in the description and your show. God bless you, Mr. Peters. You're a real one. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Take care, buddy.